Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is October 16th, 2023. It is Monday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Little Witches Books. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, monsters are real and ghosts are real too. They live inside of us, and sometimes they win. By Stephen King. So, drum roll. If you're not on the Facebook or like the Discord, you may not know. We have dropped the Sip of Spells Dark Chocolate Hot Chocolate Mix. So, oh gosh. Okay, you may be asking Tanya. I thought you did tea. Why chocolate? I'm obsessed with chocolate. I think chocolate's like the best thing in the world. I love chocolates, chocolate bars, hot cocoa, drinking chocolate, anything you can do to chocolate. I think it's super neat. And I remember not too long ago when we were doing a quick little herbal section on chocolate, I read something that really stuck with me. And it was that there were people who drank chocolate in the mornings and it was filled with all of these wonderful spices and it was really meant to be something that uh, fueled the body, felt good to the body. And that really stuck with me and I wanted to honor that. So I made my own hot chocolate mix. So this is a Mayan hot chocolate. It is called Dark Society. And it is called Dark Society because it has uh, the really richness of dark chocolate. And then uh, the society aspect is to kind of give the feeling of like that secret society because of all the spices in this. So it has cacao nib powder, not cocoa powder cacao nib powder. So it has all of that lovely uh, fats and all of those wonderful things that are removed in the process when it's turned into cocoa powder. So it's much more truer to uh, what people would have been doing previously. It also has cinnamon, cayenne pepper, and ginger. And again, my goal was to create a meaningful experience when you drink it. So have a little dark moment. Dark Society is a drinking chocolate made from powdered cacao nibs. The Aztecs believe drinking chocolate was a spiritual experience and we couldn't agree more. Said to bring you messages from the dead, it is the perfect pre-spell ritual drink topped with cinnamon, ginger, and cayenne pepper. This blissful drink has a touch of wickedness. So I really uh, wanted to lean into this feeling of something that society did, like societies did that were magical and meaningful and dark and hot, you know, like uh, it's not just about chocolate. It's about getting these really magical and intense spices into your body. And that was 
my goal. And I think I did it. Uh, I've had a few people try it and they really uh, say that it packs, you know, quite a bit of punch and I really hope you enjoy it. So that is now available on Sip a Spell. So I hope you check it out. So we are talking about ginger this week. Ginger is really what is in the dark society that is going to, it's not spicy like the cayenne. The cayenne's in there to give you a little bit of a kick, you know, but the ginger is in there to bring you warmth. It's, it kind of feels like it's the, it brings out the warrior in you. It is what's going to bring that heat and warmth and it's going to reduce rejuvenate and energize your body to want to get up and move and attack your day, I guess is the lack of a better word. As you can tell, I've had to, I've yet had to really like get into my reasonings for everything. So I'm doing my best to word it that captures emotionally how I feel about it. So ginger is meant to help prevent or treat nausea and vomiting for motion sickness, pregnancy, or cancer chemotherapy. It is also used to treat mild stomach upset to reduce pain and may be used in heart disease. So we know ginger is an anti-inflammatory, so it's going to really help um, those aspects. It's definitely great for stomach upset. Uh, It's wonderful to take if you are having a cold or you're dealing with hypertension, Yeah, we love ginger, and we're going to be talking about ginger all week, so I hope you are ready. All right, moving into some headlines. Paranormal festivity. A small town celebrates UFO lore. Ooh. This is from New York Times. Oh, I'm excited. This was published September 1st. So UFO days take over the small town in Wisconsin, Elmwood, one weekend every July. For some, it's a place where they can share stories about the extraterrestrial experiences they have had or ones that have become a part of the town's lore. For most, it's an excuse to get together with friends and family for three days of fried cheese curds, UFO burgers, alien costumes, and UFO floats. I love this. So I've always wanted to go to Roswell because I just want to do all the fun touristy alien stuff. Local legend has it that Elmwood is a favorite visiting place of extraterrestrials and UFOs, a reputation that inspired the name of the annual festival. The stories go many decades back. One of Elmwood's most infamous stories is one about the police officer George Wheeler, whose squad car is said to have been hit with some kind of blue light from a UFO one night in 1976. Six months later, Wheeler was dead. Ooh. Apparently, this was in a book out there, The Government Secret Quest for Extraterrestrials from 1990, Harold Bloom. The 2020 census put Elmwood's population at 820. Jenny DeLong, who grew up in Elmwood and now lives in Wisconsin, said the whole town shows up for UFO days. It's kind of like a big family get-together. But we're also welcoming people who want to come and experience it for the first time. This article has wonderful photos that are really beautifully taken. And they are showing pictures of, like, 
uh, children riding their bikes, wearing UFO ears, people wearing masks, like UFO masks. And when I say UFO, I mean alien. That is really cool. They even have little, like, jungle gyms in the shapes of, like, space saucers. Sarah uh, Kamau is a cosmic ambassador from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, and attended for the first time this year. She hosted two events, a presentation called Getting to Know Your Cosmic Friends and a gallery reading in one she said she brought messages from loved ones from the other side. Quote, I get to be my true and authentic self this day, which means so much. Oh, it makes me sad she can't be her true self every day. That's what we all deserve. We all deserve to be our true authentic selves at all times, whether that's alien or uh, like alien stuff or witchy stuff or just whatever, you know? Oh, that makes me sad. Kamau says, I didn't have people looking at me weirdly because I was carrying around a little alien doll. It was really a fantastic experience. Being able to be yourself is the best feeling in the world. Oh, Sarah. Come to New Orleans. You can do whatever you want. No one cares. Oh, they have the children wearing like alien foil hats. Amy Beckel, president of Elmwood Area Community Club and one of the event's organizers, says she has yet to see a UFO and joke that most days you don't see anything until bar closing. She wants a UFO. <laughs> she wants UFO, she says. <laughs> Days to be a place for people who can come and talk and um, express their experiences. Quote, we keep trying to encourage people to come and share their stories. Sometimes people are hesitant, but they can find people who are willing to listen and not judge in this area. That is very nice. Oh, I kind of want to go. I need to make a list of all the events we cover on this show so I can actually go to them and then tell you how they are. <laughs> All right, witches, I am throwing this over to our moon correspondent, and after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Monday, October 16th. The waxing crescent moon holds a steady gaze in Scorpio today. Here, the moon opposes Jupiter and Uranus. Uranus has been shaking things up in Taurus for quite some time. Now that we've added Jupiter to the mix, Uranus is more likely to shake things up in service of the greater good. With the moon in opposition to this conjunction, however, we may not be picking up what Jupiter and Uranus are putting down. It's easy to get tunnel vision when you're trying to move through your day. You have the things on your list that need to get done, and it's hard to think past that sometimes especially with the concentrative power of the moon and Scorpio. But it would behoove us to take a moment to consider what Jupiter and Uranus are offering. Even if these things are things we don't feel we could use right now, we may just not yet know how we'll need them in the future. Your daily moon mantra is, neither refuse help when it is needed, nor refuse to accept it when it is offered. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago Astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. Looking for a children's book about witchcraft? Check out The Little Witch's Guide to the ABCs by Anna Fior. 
The Little Witch's Guide to the ABCs is a beautifully illustrated alphabet book that celebrates many of the different paths of magic from A to Z. The story follows two little witches as they search through the alphabet for their missing cat, Stardust, meeting many fun and unique characters along the way. Available on Etsy, Amazon, and at littlewitchesbooks.com. That's little-witches-books.com. All right, we are back. So today our urban legend is one coming to us straight from Hawaii, the legend of the night marchers. Now, this information comes to us from twohawaii.com, and it looks like a very genuine, authentic Hawaii travel guide, and it kind of looks like it is set up by the... uh, by the island itself, which I like because I want to try to give you guys as much authentic information as possible. So when I've been looking up information on these urban legends, unless it's so obscure, there's like one source. I am trying to find either things that are coming from that place, state, or culture specifically or straight from someone's own experience. So what are the night marchers? The retelling of spooky ghost tales has been a favorite form of entertainment and an important cultural link in Hawaii since ancient times. Ghostly images or haunting acts have been reported in old buildings, deep valleys, sacred burial sites, ancient temple sites, forested areas, benches, lava fields, with a rich history of mythology and folklore and numerous sacred sites. Hawaii's link to the past is ever-present. A good majority of Hawaii's residents have either had a spooky encounter at some point during their lives or know of someone with an eerie story to tell. One of the most popular subjects of ghost stories in the islands is the night marchers. So what are they? Night marchers are ghostly apparitions of a band of beings who move with purpose to the beat of primitive pounding drums. Some say they are armed spirit warriors en route to or from battle, toting archaic weaponry and clothed in decorative helmets and cloaks. Other accounts tell of high-ranking ruler spirits being guided to places of high importance or to welcome new warriors to join in battle. Perhaps these restless souls are looking to reclaim rightful territory replay a battle gone awry, or avenge their own deaths. Some say the night marchers are searching methodically for an entrance into the next world. Night marchers are said to roam through very specific locations and are often recognized by their raised torches and repeated oils or chants. Although there have been a few scattered reports of daytime marches, these apparitions appear to be most active at night and are said to march on certain nights designated by the moon. And although the night marchers allegedly float a few inches off the ground, some local accounts tell of seeing mysterious footprints in their path after they have passed. Now, um, there are some areas that are rumored to have more activity from night marchers than others. So if you're visiting, you can check out this website um, if that's something you want to investigate. Even though I feel like I feel like there's something going on in Hawaii right now and they don't want people visiting right now. I'm not super sure. So look into that first. <laughs> um, but if you are in Hawaii... Uh, maybe you already live there, or uh, maybe your 
from that like location. There is a list of certain highways and parks and gardens where uh, night watchers have been spotted. So you can always check that out. So what do you do if you witness a ghost march? The ghostly procession must never be interrupted. Legend has it that resting your eyes upon the night watchers could signal a grim fate for the perpetrator, a friend or relative. So witnesses are urged to crouch low to the ground and just play dead. <laughs> Avert your <laughs> Sorry, I love the way they're like, just play dead. Like, don't even, don't bother them. Do not mess up their situation. Just play dead. But definitely avert your eyes, they say. They say any sound or movement could invite a night watcher's deadly glance. So these night watchers are set diligently upon to their destination. Uh, they are not considered spirits that will deviate from their path to haunt humans nearby. So it's kind of like this whole, like, they have a mission, they have a goal, and they're going to get to that goal. So just do not get in their way. So how do you know that, like, you're, let, let, let's say you're out and about in Hawaii, and you're like, hmm, how do I know if a night is particularly night watcher friendly? Here's how you can tell. One, heavy winds. Two, rows of spirits carrying torches. You see torches and ghosts? That's it. Alternating male-female rows. Accompanying lightning and thunder. Accompanying heavy rain or high surf. Chanting and drum beating. Unusually bright torches. Game playing and revelry. And accompanying uh, with a mist or a fog. So ghost tours in Honolulu are quite popular and several eerie tours center around the night marchers and other ethereal entities. The tale of night marchers even inspired a 2001 film called The Night Watchers. So if you're interested in finding out more about the night watchers of Hawaii, pick up many of the local books on the subject or sign up for a tour, uh, you know, locally in the um, hotspots. So just a little tip, as somebody who lives in New Orleans, um, when you're signing up for a tour, try to always find someone who is doing it like locally and privately, and maybe not always through a company. And the reason why is some of these companies aren't even local. So like the money like doesn't even really get funneled back into the community. And just from what I've heard, I'm not going to like, I don't know specific companies that are doing this, but from what I've heard from people I know who are tour guides... A lot of them really um, are not making money off of those big tour groups. So um, just as someone who lives somewhere where there's a lot of tourism, I highly recommend trying to find like a personal tour guide. Very often it's going to be the same price. It's going to be a smaller group, sometimes even private. And you're actually putting money back into the community and you're helping actual people pay their bills instead of just like, to these big companies. And I'm sure um, same with Hawaii when you're, uh, you know, like they said, buy local books on the subject, you know, and try to find local tour guides. All right, witches. We are wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I do want to give some shout outs. First of all, to... Karen Walker, 
Karen, you bedazzled magical spinster. Dancing crone, you kind avant-garde kraken. Nicole Lilly, you luminous fair spinster. Thank you three so much for being Patreon supporters. I really appreciate it. So we have no housekeeping for today. And just so you know, for this week, we're not doing card pulls. Um, we're doing a deck switch over, sort of. So you're going to have card pulls um, the next, let's see, you're going to have card pulls next week, I think. Or no, 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 no. Next week. Yeah. Next week, card pulls start again. Okay. Um, but we're doing a deck switch over and because of how I'm recording right now, it just makes sense to leave a big gap before we start again. All right, witches, that is all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources, anything we reference can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we will talk again tomorrow. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day. <laughs>